0: what is going on colts nation welcome back to another episode of the bring the juice colts podcast happy memorial day to everybody hope you guys are having a great monday off of work enjoying time with friends and family wanted to record a podcast just get it out to you guys and you know i was just thinking been thinking recently huh i wonder what the colts Floor and ceiling would be for this season, right? Obviously, last year, the Colts finished with an 11-5 and record, made the playoffs, um, nearly upset the number 2 seed Buffalo Bills. So a lot of people are excited now that the Colts made some offseason moves, such as acquiring quarterback Carson Wentz in a trade with the Eagles, drafting some edge help in the draft, signing Eric Fisher, just to name a few moves the Colts have made, along with re-signing a lot of their own guys this offseason. And so I only really was thinking about it. Okay, how am I going to measure what I think the Colts' floor and ceiling can be? And I think I can do this. Start here by by kind of looking at the additions the Colts made. I mentioned quarterback Carson Wentz. It's going to really obviously hinge on him and his development. I mean, last year, let's be honest, it was a terrible season from a quarterback from Carson Wentz. By far, the worst season of his career. And a lot of people think he's, like, washed up. They think he's mentally fried. He's checked out. All these different things people have said and speculated. Well, obviously it's still early, but it seems from an outside perspective and kind of hearing from some of his teammates, like Carson Wentz has been a terrific teammate so far. Seems like he's truly having a great time enjoying football again. Really, you know, for the first time I don't know how long, Seems like he's in a very healthy situation from a culture standpoint in the locker room. So obviously it'll hinge on that. You know, that can only go so far. At the end of the day, Carson Wentz needs to perform on the field, right? And if he can perform on the field, even if it's not 2017 Carson Wentz, who was probably the MVP if he would have stayed healthy that full season, even if it's 2019 Carson Wentz, who a lot of people seem to forget despite all the injuries led the Eagles to a playoff spot, right? You know, kind of basically doing it all himself, putting the team on his back really was was playing phenomenal for all things considered, all those factors considered. So obviously Carson Wentz needs to perform well. I think the Colts, you look at what the Colts have around him, the obvious connection with Frank Reich is huge, probably the biggest thing they have but also just the team that they build around him, the offensive line they have. All five of these guys are above average to superstar type of players. The Colts have a really unique stable of running backs that all can do different things. Jonathan Taylor leading that charge was third in the league last year as a rookie was phenomenal at the second half of the season. Marlon Mackey bring back. He was a thousand yard rusher in 2019. Naheem Hines led the team interception. So we all know what he can do both between the tackles and also catching the football. And then you throw in some of the wide receivers, the Colts bring back T.Y. Hilton. Michael Pittman has another year in the system. Paris Campbell looks to be healthy and ready to go. Zach Paschal. We already know about Colts draft. Michael Strawn there at the, at the end of the draft in that seventh round. And they also draft Kylan Grantson in the fourth round. So the Colts have added some talent around Carson Wentz, whether that be re-signing their own guys and also bringing in a couple other guys as well to help out. So I think everything points to Carson Wentz having a bounce-back year, right? Everything, all the stuff that I just mentioned, you would think Carson Wentz will have a back, you know comeback year here, but we just don't know until he's on the field. We just don't know. But I think a lot of this Colts ceiling is going to depend on Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz can get back to his 2019 form, honestly, I think the Colts are an 11-12 to 12 win football team. I think their ceiling is 12 wins, 12-13 to 13 wins. I'm right around there. I think that's definitely their ceiling now with 17 games, um, especially when you look at their schedule to start the year. I'm just going to pull it up here for a second. I mean, they start – fortunately for them, they have two home games back-to-back, so that's good. They start off against – Seattle, who's a perennial playoff team against Russell Wilson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Start off and then they fate, and then the next week they they stay in the NFC West and they face the Los Angeles Rams, who we know are a very win-now team. They just acquired Matthew Stafford this offseason. So they're in a win it now mode. So you got to think they're going to be a pretty solid team and they're going to be raring to go there in week two. Then you have Tennessee, who you know, the Colts have the same record as. They were a playoff team. And uh you also have Miami, who was right there in the hunt as well. I believe they won 10 games last year, even though how crazy that AFC was. They somehow didn't make the playoffs despite winning that many games. So, right off the bat, there, you throw in Baltimore, you know, two back to back games at my, or three, I guess, at Tennessee, at Miami, and at Baltimore. That is by far the toughest test for the Colts going in. That's the toughest part of their schedule, no doubt, because after Baltimore, you have Houston. San Francisco, who you don't know, it seems like every other year they're they're good or they're bad. So we'll see, obviously, what happens there. You have Tennessee again. You have the Jets. You have Jacksonville. You have Buffalo, who that'll be a, a very tough game. That in Tampa Bay, those will be two back to back. But then you have Houston, New England, Arizona, Vegas, and Jacksonville. So a little bit more favorable on the the back half of the season. Really, um, after Tampa Bay, there's really no team that super, super scares you. Maybe you could throw New England in there. But, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a big test this season to see how far the Colts have gone and how much they've improved from this last season, right? Because as good as the Colts were, they also struggled against some of those really, really good playoff teams. So I think with the addition of Carson Wentz, I mentioned the addition of pass rush with quiddy Pei. Also, with Dio Adangbo, who some people say he'll miss the whole season. I don't think he will. I think he'll try to come back around midseason, or who knows? Maybe he pulls a Julian Blackman and he's back a lot earlier than a lot of people think he is. So, if the Colts can get to the passer, I think they have a really good shot at being that 11 to 12 win window there, I think. But that's all going to depend on Quiddy Pay's development up front. And then the development of one of those other young guys that you have on your roster. I mean, you elected to not re-sign Justin Houston and go let Danica Watry sign elsewhere. So now you're kind of saying, all right, we drafted you guys high. Now it's your time to shine. And I think that's the thing I love about what the Colts have done at pass rush. If they just continue to build and build and build at the edge. They know that's a weakness and they addressed it. They double dipped, in fact. In the draft. The question is right away against some of these really good teams, are you going to be able to get consistent pressure on the edge? We know what DeForest Buckner can do in the middle, we don't question that. The question is the edge rush. If the edge rush can even be 70 to 75 percent of what the interior can be, I mean, undoubtedly, your defense takes it to another level. I mean, your defense was really, really good to start the 2020 season, but what happened? after really the pass rush kind of dying down a little bit on the edge, right? Quarterbacks were able to really shred the Colts' defense. They were really able to get a lot of yardage, and you saw the rankings. They were really high to start the year. They started to kind of dwindle as the season went on. And I say this, and I'm going to say it again, even in that Buffalo game against Josh Allen in the Bills, you were so close. Obviously, there was a lot of reasons you didn't win that game. But I think on the defensive side, the big reason why you couldn't stop him is because you could not get consistent pressure on the edge on Josh Allen. And if the Colts can do that, I mean, I think they can take out some of these really, really good teams. They have a really good shot at doing that. But if they can't, it's going to be a lot tougher. So as far as the floor goes, I honestly see the Colts, oh, man. you know, So this is like worst, worst case scenario. Carson Wentz does not show improvement at all. Right. I think that would honestly make the Colts. So I got to kind of think it for reference point, like Jacoby Brissett's 2019 back, you know, second half of the season. I got to think the Colts will be hovering around eight to nine wins. If that's the case, they may still have the chance, you know, to go for a wild card round because I just think they're too talented to just completely tank and go three, four wins. But also, you know, the quarterback can severely handicap that. And if he's playing terrible, I could see the Colts honestly giving a guy like Jacob Easton a chance. If he is that bad, I I don't know. I feel like they might they might take that chance. Who knows? Obviously, the Colts are committed to, to Wentz for multiple years, so maybe they won't do that, but something needs to be done if that is the case, right? If that gets to that point and there's teammates calling him out and all that kind of stuff. Now, this is worst worst case scenario. I strongly think this won't happen based off of the Colts' culture and based off of just what we've seen from Carson Wentz and what all the players have said about him so far. That's the worst-case scenario. If everything just bombs with Carson Wentz and your pass rush really isn't improved in year one, I think eight to nine wins is a realistic thing. I honestly do um, because the quarterback drives it. I mean, people like to crap and rag on Phillip Rivers all they want from last season, but second half of the season, he was dang good. (laughs) I mean, he honestly was. He was one of the better quarterbacks in the second half of the season, struggled early on in that first part of the season, but once he figured it out and it really clicked, I mean, Phillip Rivers was really, really playing well. So that's kind of my thought, guys, on the Colt ceiling and floor. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think my ceiling was too low, too high? Do you think my floor was too low or maybe even too high as well? Let me know what you think in the comments below. Like I said at the beginning, hope you guys have a great Memorial Day. Hope it's great for you guys. You can get some rest, can be with friends and family, can just get some cleaning done around the house, just do whatever you got to do. Uh, just relax for a day and hopefully this video helps you do that helps take your mind off of whatever situation you're in but that'll do it for this one guys thanks for tuning in and as always go Colts